Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some time with you once again today. As you know, I'm always on the hunt for interesting as well as super smart Real Deal guests. And i got to tell you, today's show is a winner. I want to introduce my listeners to somebody who's truly been there and done that, and I'm really excited to pick her brain for your benefit today. I'm also excited to pick her her brain for my benefit today. So, for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs, my mastermind group, or through Powerful Words Character Development, Silverman Consulting, or the Seven Figure Formula Group, you know how much I focus on the importance of effectively leveraging our time, right? Well, the show is going to help us to do just that. So, today it's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. She's got a ton of valuable information, as well as a fun way to deliver it. So, Strap yourself in. Today's show is going to be a blast. As I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners just like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. We only get one ride on this merry-go-round, folks. Let's make sure it's one hell of a ride, shall we? Alrighty, boys and girls, it is now that time. I want you to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your spouse, your child, anything that might possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately implementable information, and I don't want you to miss even a second of it. So, before we officially get going, let me give you a little bit of background about our special guest expert today. Patty Lennon is a business coach, keynote speaker, and best-selling author that inspires audiences to lead and sell with passion and purpose. She's an expert business coach that believes our businesses are not only a way to make money and contribute to our fellow humans, but also as a conduit for our soul's evolution. Patty is committed to helping her fellow entrepreneurs learn to grow their businesses from a place of love rather than fear, and experience the true power, prosperity, and peace that arises when they do. You can hear Patty on our weekly podcast, Wealth and Purpose, or learn more about what Patty's doing right now at pattylennon.com. Patty, welcome to The Real Deal. I'm thrilled to have you today. Thank you so much, Jason. I am thrilled to be here. Oh, this is exciting. It's exciting. As we said before, we're uh, we're recording this in uh, early February, and the East Coast, for some reason, is on a major meltdown, so we're... uh, we're enjoying this. Oh, yes, we are. And when we're—I I don't know if it's okay to say this—but we're we're actually recording this on the start of the Lunar New Year. So I feel like this is telling us this is what we can expect from the year. Oh gosh, I sure hope so. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll absolutely take this. So listen, before we officially dive in, um, for those who haven't had the opportunity and pleasure of meeting you or hearing you speak. Take a second, if you would, and share your story with our listeners. You know, what are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is Patty Lennon? Oh, goodness. What an exciting question. Get to talk about myself. Uh, well, you know, I am um, a former banker turned business coach. I'm a mom, a wife, Girl Scout leader, university adjunct professor. So I wear a lot of hats. And I share that simply to say, my when I share what we're going to talk about around time management and productivity, it doesn't come from this um, 
place where I have one thing to do all day and I don't have to manage what other people need from me. Um, and my motivation around everything I do is just to make sure that people know how much power they have to have the life they want. I love that. I absolutely love that. Well, and quite honestly, um, being a parent, if you're not a good juggler, you're going to have a rough go of it anyway, right? No joke. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, in your experience, you know, whether it be your own life or your friend's life or, or anybody you've coached or worked with, where are the places where you see most people consistently wasting or misspending their time? Well, in this day and age, certainly it's with our devices, with our smartphones. Um, that That is definitely the biggest time suck. But before you even think about looking at where to not lose time or um, avoid wasting time, what I think people need to understand is that almost everyone's time waste, and I put that in quotes, comes from one of two issues. It's either a, a lack of respect for yourself or it's a feeling that um, you are only acceptable in the world if you're achieving. Mm, say, say more about that. I think that that, uh, that just drove a, a stake into me and, and a good one. So... Talk to me about the the lack of respect. Okay, and I don't, and it sounds harsh. And what I um, what it means is that most people's time wasting comes from thinking that someone else's needs is more important than your own, and that you do not get to take care of yourself first. And mm. that's not from a selfish standpoint. You know, that's not meaning go sit on the couch and and eat bonbons and let someone else take care of you. It's about starting each day taking care first of what's important to you and then giving from that space. Well, that makes a lot of sense. That totally makes a lot of sense. I, I, you know, I, I'm a big fan of actually bringing the respect component into this, you know, and, and just, just, I, I was always brought up hearing, you know, punctuality is a respect for, for time, whether it's your own or somebody else's. So this is, this is really interesting to bring that side into it. I've never had anybody actually break it down like that as far as time wasting. So, okay, that's, that's interesting. Now, what, what about the second component of that, though? So um, what often happens is that, um, so there's time wasted where you suddenly end up like you're sucked into email or you're sucked into social media or you're sucked into someone else's problems. That's that first category. And then the second category is really where um, you you try and do extra, and that's what causes you to leave a little late. And so then you show up a little late um, because you were trying to get something done. And the real reason that you're trying to get so much done is you haven't been reasonable with yourself at the start of the day and been kind and loving to yourself and say, you know what, a, a task list with 20 things on it is is really unfair. And I can't do 20 things, and I'm going to choose the amount of things I can actually do that a reasonable person can do, and I'm going to honor the fact that I am good and valuable showing up at my 100%, and I don't have to be here at 180% to matter. Hmm. I, I, I like how you're saying that because I think there's so much guilt um, that we bring upon ourselves that, you know, you read, I have to hustle 24-7 and, and go after it, go after it, go after it. Um, everyone seems to want to be more busy and probably less effective. Mm, oof. 
And that goes so much beyond even time management. So yes. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, we could have a whole shrink session here if we want, but, um, <laughs> this, this is a biggie. This really is a biggie. So, you know, when you start working with folks, you know, what would you say is one immediate change that, you know, people can make to be both more productive and more respectful of their own time? The very first thing I ask people to do when they're working with me uh, is to move out um, as far as they can in the day to opening up any inbound communication. So that's email, any kind of private messaging, text messaging. Keep it off at minimum till 9 a.m., ideally till 10 a.m. And if you are an entrepreneur, if you can get it to, to noon, that is really ideal. Hmm. Okay. So not, why, why do you feel that the inbound, why, why do you start there? Well, because almost everyone gets distracted by someone else's agenda for their day. Um, they see something in a text, they see something in a post, they see something in an email and they start paying attention to it and they haven't yet managed to set their priorities for the day. And so immediately they're reacting to someone else's needs over their own. How do we, um, how do we recondition ourselves? So I feel like so many people roll out of bed, grab that phone and immediately start, start scrolling. Well, it's important to understand. And I uh, will just mention, I have a master's in psych. So this doesn't, this is not <laughs> like, um, pipes, pop psychology. This is grounded in, in the actual theory. Most people think dopamine is a positive chemical the way that um, some of the other feel goods are, you know, the kind of chemicals your brain releases when you eat chocolate or you have sex or, you know, do any of those things that you know are create a like a feel good. But dopamine is the one that is actually being released when you're looking at your phone or going into email. And what dopamine is, is it's actually the seek and find chemical. So it's its job that, you know, historically was to get us to go out and look for food, to get, you know, whatever those things were that we need to do to stay alive. And so it releases this chemical to say, go look. And then every time you find the thing, it's like, good job. And it encourages you to keep doing more of that. So... When you get an email that kind of gives you a cool feeling or you see something on social media that makes you feel good, even if it's in the midst of like 10 crappy things, it encourages the dopamine release. So what you need to understand is you actually have to detox from a chemical addiction that's a natural chemical, but it is a chemical addiction. And it's really just initially using willpower the same way you would to give up cigarettes or any other type of substance that you're addicted to. But this really is an addiction, correct? It is. Yes. I mean, I see it obviously with children where they are kicking and screaming, looking for that iPad where you think that you're ripping their arms from their body. So it's no different. I would assume if you, you took somebody's iPhone away from them. Right. I mean, there is, um, I don't know if the DSM, the new DSM, which gives all the, uh, the, you know, uh, diagnoses is out yet. And I, I lost track. I left that field. I just have the basic knowledge, but there was a lot of, um, negotiation over which of those were going to go into the DSM, like addiction to your device, addiction to the actual 
apps themselves, addiction to the behaviors. And so, you know, they're still studying it. They don't know for sure. But just what you need to understand is when you go and pick up that phone and and you almost do feel like that compelling feeling to grab it and you feel like there's some purpose there and there's a should, that that's actually an illusion. And it's an illusion caused by your addiction. I love this. Because in reality, uh, if you don't answer that email or you don't answer that text message, odds are the world probably won't end. Not odds. I guarantee you the world is not going to end. <laughs> I, I promise you the world is not going to end. It's fabulous. It's funny. A long time ago, I, I learned about that little moon on my phone and found that... Um, when I wasn't getting phone calls and text messages, it was amazing how much more I got done with my day. So yes. it's, it, and it, it really is, it is wonderful. So I, I want to, I want to kind of curve into one issue that I know I have. Cause if I look at my phone, I have something like 37,000 unopened emails on my phone, um, which would probably give you hives to, to see. But, um, I, I've heard you say that, you know, most people can manage their email in just 30 minutes a day. So my first question is, are you serious? Um, and then what happens to all those emails that, that go unanswered or how does this actually work? Yeah. So actually your number does not give me hives and you, I'm not like hyper, oh my God, almost have, always have to have a clean inbox. And in fact, I do clean my inbox and I will give you my strategy for doing it, but I just took out my smartphone just to give you the accurate number. The number of unread emails in my mail app is 64,894. So Wonderful. That's, that's the number. Um, and so how does that all work? Well, the first is to just Accept the fact that just because someone has access to your email does not mean they have the right to have access to you and to just set that internal decision point. And generally, I do recommend that people create a private email that only the most important people, you know, in your life get the people you love and then the people that are actually paying you for your help in one way, shape, or form or another. And certainly if like you're a coach, you know, my husband coaches all my kids, teams, you know, where people can get in touch with you. That one you want to look at every day and you want to generally figure that the emails in there do need to be read. But just because someone gets a hold of your email address does not mean they are owed a response. That's perfect. So again, that's going to be a reconditioning as well. So I feel like... Uh, you know, I, I was speaking with a client about this who was complaining that they spent hours and hours, you know, trying to get to Facebook to get to inbox zero, which I was like, that's an illusion as far as I'm concerned. But, um, you know, they were like, well, you know, it's rude if I don't email everybody back. You know, is, is that, is that just something that we have to recondition our, our brains to understand or how do we, how do we get around that? Yeah, well, what's so fun about the email box, the inbox for me, is that whatever reaction you're having right now at me telling you not to answer everyone holds the key to so many levels of freedom and prosperity in your life that it's just crazy. Like, I could spend an entire day with you diving in. But um, think of it this way. If you were at a party and there were 100 people at the party, and each, and you're talking to someone and 
90 of those other people came up and kept interrupting you, who would be the rude person in that scenario? Is it you continuing to pay attention to the one person you're in a conversation with? Or are you the rude person for not interrupting that person and paying attention to the other 90? Oh, that's brilliant. What a, what a great visual. What an absolute great... Of course, I mean, you're, you're, you're being rude by not being with the person you're with. Right, and the person you're with in this metaphor is what's important to you. So whatever is important to you at the start of your day is who you get, to, who and what you get to pay attention to. And just because another 90 people felt like interrupting you does not mean you need to acknowledge them. Mm. Is there a system that you've built to at any time go back and, you know, put people into like an A, B or C category? Like, you know, I'm never going to reply to this. I should probably respond to this. I must respond to these people. Um, that doesn't really work for me, but, um, it has worked for some of my clients. Here's what I actually recommend is it's a weaning system where whatever email address you have right now, that's just like full of nonsense. That's now your nonsense email. And you need to create a new one for people who actually matter to you consistently, meaning, like I said, your paying clients, the people you love, anyone you're in a in a good solid relationship with that at any point in time, if they were at that party and they came up and interrupted you, you would turn your attention to them because okay. you would know if they're interrupting you, they're doing it for a reason. Um, so that's really the, the strategy I recommend. And then where the nonsense email is concerned, then you're going to start to wean it into two categories where going forward, when you sign up for all those opt-ins or to get your, you know, land's end coupons or whatever it is, make sure you're, you're putting them in a completely different email address that you never look at unless you're looking for your land's end coupon. Um, and then your nonsense email, you're just going to actually train people through your behavior, meaning if they email you, just don't email them back instantly and they will start to self-edit themselves on how they communicate with you. And at some point, if they start to communicate with you appropriately and they're showing deep respect for your time, and so all the emails they send you are deeply quality, they're pointed, they're, um, they're to the point, then you can move them to the trusted email box if you want. Got it. Okay. So it's almost like a ladder of ascension with, uh, <laughs> with your time. Yeah, and it does, it, it needs to happen over time because almost always this particular issue, it, it requires baby steps. Like, you don't have to be harsh like me. You don't have to have an email box that has 84,000 emails in it and it doesn't disturb you. You don't have to get to that point. And then to the point of, you know, I need my email, my inbox to be at zero to feel at peace. There are some people who are just OCD, and that's true for them. You don't have to deny that about yourself, but here's how it works. Um, I'm going to share in a little while um, a, a training video that you have access to that will show you how to get your email down to 30 minutes a day. Once you start using that system, after a couple of weeks, just start deleting every email in your inbox, and you'll be at zero. And if it was that important, they'll email you back. <laughs> I love it. That's how you get it to zero. <laughs> okay. 
That sounds great. Again, I, I, I don't really have much of a problem with that, hence the, the 34000 But uh, I get it. I get it. That's outstanding. Okay. So once, once you wind up helping people get what I would assume is just an oodle of time back into their week, um, what have you seen cause them to, I don't know, fall off the horse or end up back into a cycle of, you know, wasting time again? Oh, I love that question because it's, again, at the heart of why we got into that time wasting to begin with. And there's something we didn't touch on, so I, I'll go back to it and tell you because there is one other reason people waste time um, or one other way. So what will typically – typically if you can get your email used to 30 minutes a day and not look at it until 9 a.m. at the earliest, you will get generally about five to six hours back in your week conservatively. The one thing that will send you back into a cycle of overworking using that strategy and, and lots of others is if you fill your time with other nonsense. Mm. So before you start to figure out how am I going to manage my time better, you have to figure out why you want to. And it should be for one of three reasons. You want more free time. You have a project or a goal that you're not getting to or you want to experience less stress and anxiety around your time. Hmm. So figure out which of those is true. And then when you get that time back, use that time to fulfill that goal. Meaning make sure that those five or six hours goes towards you relaxing if it's free time or spending time with your people, you know, your family, um, which I don't actually recommend, you know, for women who is who I coach almost always what will cause them to fall back into overwork is they fill that extra time. Cause a lot of them work from home with domestic chores. So if you get free time back and you become a domestic slave, you will be, I promise you, you will be back in that email box a few hours a day because I will take my inbox over the dishes any day. Oh, yeah, in a heartbeat. So if it's that you want to get to a project, make sure that you've carved out that time to work on that project or that goal or that vision. Like, Jason, you have this amazing podcast, and I'm sure your listeners are like, I want a podcast like Jason's. I want all that, you know, that kind of audience. Well, if that's the case, make sure those five or six hours goes towards your podcast. And if it's for stress, make sure you're not then giving your time away to someone else because that's almost always what's causing the stress and anxiety. That's, that's actually so interesting. I mean, I guess it's, this does fit into your, your, your banking background because it's, it's really no different with the illusion of saving money if you don't do anything <laughs> with the, the money you quote-unquote saved. So yeah. this is this yeah. is no different. All right, this is this is brilliant. So what would you do with somebody who you know did fall off that horse? Is there a step to get them back into the correct rhythms? If they already know the system and they know what got them the free time, then I generally encourage them to go backwards, meaning you force feed free time into your schedule. So it's, okay, now you need to take a full day off of work and go have fun. And by just bloating your schedule with the stuff that's actually important to you, it will naturally squeeze out the nonsense because now you've been conditioned to know it's nonsense and you won't get as triggered by it. Mm, I love this. I and there was, you know what, Jason, there was one thing I didn't talk about sooner and it had to do with your respect for yourself and also like the energy which is um, the second biggest place 
and I know we can't get to all of them, but the second biggest place people waste time is social media. And I have my clients track their time when they tell me they can't get to the, the marketing projects we've laid out for them. And almost always their time's there. And what we find out is that the reason they're spending so much time in there is that doing the big stuff that's going to really move your life and business forward scares you. And so you're actually hiding inside of social media. You're convincing yourself you have to do it, but you're actually hiding. And so you really need to face the fact that once you get your time managed properly, you're going to have a lot of time to do the big, scary, fun, exciting stuff. And that's going to bring up fear and be ready to face it. Wow. Okay. I mean, that, that's, that, that's some serious honesty right there. There you go. There you go. I'm all about the honesty. <laughs> I love it. All right. It's time for our resource of the week. So tell me this, um, Patty, how can my listeners find out more about you and really how you're helping entrepreneurs to succeed and earn all their time back? Well, um, the first place I want your listeners to go is to go get that training I talked about. I extracted it just for you guys, just for your listeners, because we were doing this podcast. So you go to pattylennon.com forward slash email help, and you will get a module inside a bigger course I offer that you can have for free. And it's going to show you how to get your email down to 30 minutes a day or less. So that's number one. And then the second thing is I'd love for you to come over and listen um, to my podcast, Wealth and Purpose, where we talk about, you know, lots of different productivity topics from the context of what's really going on inside your heart. Brilliant. All right. So Patty Lennon, P-A-T-T-Y-L-O, I'm sorry, P-A-T-T-Y-L-E-N-N-O-N.com slash E-M-I-L-H-E-L-P. So pattylennon.com slash email help. And then immediately head over to Wealth and Purpose Podcast, go click subscribe, and download those episodes and start listening immediately. So one of the one of the big things I learned a long time ago is that moving at the speed of instruction really tends to uh, change the name of the game for folks. So um, again, go get that email help, get that module, go through it and process, and then fill your brain with Wealth and Purpose. Seems like a brilliant way to, again, use some of the minutes you're saving by not living on your email. So I always like to, uh, to give business owners just one really telling piece of intel um, about our guests. So if you could give the listeners on this call one solid piece of advice to either help their business or probably more importantly, help them to live a better life, what would that one piece of advice be? Before you go to bed tonight, find one thing that you are incredibly proud of yourself for and give yourself some kudos. Brilliant. 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 I love it. All right, Patty, thank you so much for joining me today. I know how busy your schedule is and I really appreciate you joining us today to share your wisdom and a whole bunch of tips that I personally am going to get implemented this week. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been such a pleasure. Pleasure is all mine. Folks, that's all the time we've got today. Thanks so much for tuning into The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more info about private coaching or see if you'd benefit from one of my mastermind groups, visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal, make a plan, work like hell towards and achieve the success that's waiting for you. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. 
This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.